Hi, welcome back to the Mind Your Home podcast, episode number two. I'm your host, Mia Danielle. Now we're going to be launching off this brand new podcast with a little bit of a mini series. So it's going to be the first three episodes are actually going to be consecutive. Now you don't have to listen to them all in order. They will work as standalone episodes as well. But what we're going to be getting into is the first three steps to getting started with curating that home environment that you want. So whether that is clutter-free living with minimalism or just simplifying, streamlining, whatever it is that you're aiming to achieve inside of your home environment, the first three steps that are necessary to get you there. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Mind Your Home podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home podcast. Okay, so you're ready to make some changes. You have some kind of an idea or inkling or something that you're wanting. You're wanting more energy at home. You're wanting to get some clutter out. You want to make space for a new creative passion. You're wanting some kind of change. You just, you want more energy and less chaos. And you want to know what you need to do to get from point A to point B. And I'm going to tell you the first three steps to getting started with curating the type of home space that you want, whatever the case may be, whatever it is that you're looking to do, these are the first three steps. And today we're going to go over the first step, which is the what's and the why's. Because I can't tell you how many people come asking how to declutter this or that or how to organize or asking for pictures of different things that I've done. And they don't even know what they want. They haven't even given thought to why they're wanting to make these changes, what they want it to look like in the end, what's the purpose of the whole thing. All they know is that they want to get the clutter out the door. And that may be where you are. Maybe you're standing in your living room right now looking around and it's chaotic and it's a huge mess and all you're thinking is, I want to get this crap out the door. But you don't really have a plan beyond that. You don't know what you want when it's all said and done, what you want to experience in that space, what you want to use that space for, all you know is that you want the clutter out the door. And I'm saying that the first step before you get started with any of that stuff is to decide, first of all, what you want. And the more specific, the better, the more specific you can be about the details, what you want to, you know, feel and using your different senses and all of that good stuff, the more specific you can be, the the happier you're going to be with the result. I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story. When I was young, I was probably, I don't know, if I had to guess, I would say I was like around 10 years old. And I had this craving for yams. I have no idea why. We probably just had it at a school lunch. And I was just, for some reason, I was sitting at home with my mom and I had this craving for yams. And in my mind, I could just picture, you know, like these candied yams with the nice brown sugar glaze on them. And And it was making my mouth water just thinking about it. And I kept bugging her about it. So finally, my dad said, okay, I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to get you some yams. And this was a big deal because my dad is not the type of person to 
you know, get up off the couch or wherever he is and go do something like that. Especially when I was a kid, that was not something that he would ever do. So this was like a big deal. My mom's like, oh, your dad's going to go get you some, he's going to go get you some yams. You know, it's a good day, right? And I'm sitting here and I'm just envisioning it this whole time. Oh, yes, I'm going to get these yams. They're going to be all nice and glazed and it's going to be delicious. And I had this this vision of what they were going to look like, right? They were going to be shapely, just like the ones that I ate at school. And, you know, they were going to taste a certain way, look a certain way all that good stuff. So my dad comes back from the store and he hands my mom this can of canned yams. And I'm already thinking like, okay, this isn't, mm, I don't know, this isn't exactly what I was expecting, right? So she opens the can and she plops it out into the bowl. And I swear it came out like refried beans, like it came out congealed all together. It looked like dog food. And that's what I'm thinking as she's pouring this out. I'm like, this looks like dog food. Now, this isn't something that my dad would usually do. So I'm, I'm at this, this, this turmoil here of like, man, I really wanted yams. I'm really disappointed because this is not what I was expecting. And also, I'm a little bit concerned about having to eat now and eat with a smile what's being emptied in the bowl, um, which looks like dog food. Eventually, my dad went in the other room and I had to say, I had to tell my mom, like, this is not what I thought. This looks like dog food. This is not what I thought it was going to be. But it was my fault because I was not clear with what I wanted. I wanted yams. I got yams. You know, a lot of you out there, you're wanting something and you're probably going to get what you're saying you want. But what you're saying you want isn't what you really want because you haven't given enough thought to the specifics to the details of what it's going to be like after you get what you want. And it's so important. It's so important that you have this idea unless you want to be sorely disappointed. And honestly, that's what leads a lot of people to not following through and not keeping, uh, you know, like backsliding, not keeping up with the progress that you've made. And it's because you're not necessarily satisfied with the progress you've made. You didn't get the result that you were really hoping that you would get. And you didn't get those results because you didn't take the time to sit there and formulate a vision, an idea, the specifics of what it is that you wanted. So you got to know what you want. But really, knowing what you want is only as powerful as why you want it. And I know that that sounds a little strange when you're talking about wanting to declutter or streamline or, you know, do something with your home. But the reasons, the purposes you know, the results and visions. This is why we do things. This is why we follow through. And without having a strong why, you'll end up giving up as soon as things get difficult. As soon as you start feeling overwhelmed with the tasks that you're doing or uncomfortable because you're going through a change, you know, anytime we change our environments, it's it's still a change. Our brains are still having to process this change and it's not necessarily a comfortable transition. So as soon as things start getting difficult, if you don't have a good reason for wanting that, you're not going to be successful. You're not going to follow through. You're going to go through those cycles where you start something, but you're not a finisher. I had a lot of people say that. Uh, We did a challenge recently, and it was kind of like the battle cry of the people in this challenge was, I'm not a finisher. I'm not a finisher. I'm going to finish this Um, because so many people will start and have good intentions and be excited and gung-ho and trying to use that momentum and inspiration and relying too much really on momentum and inspiration that as soon as that, that's gone, they don't have the the why, the powerful reasons behind what they're doing 
to propel them forward, to keep the ball rolling. So you have to have a why. I'm a really big why person. You have to have a why before you can have a purpose. And you have to have a purpose before you take action. Even if that action is totally in your best interest, it's going to change your life. You know, no matter what the result is going to be, if you don't have a good solid reason for yourself, something very personal, then it's not going to propel you forward to complete whatever needs to be completed. I mean, when I was a young adult, I I was so defiant. I <laughs> I get in so much trouble um, as a young adult. If there were boundaries, I was blurring the boundaries. If there were rules, you know, like I, I would question any rule before following it. I was just that type of person. So, I, you know, obviously I got myself in a lot of trouble. And I remember being 19 years old, laying on my parents' couch, and I felt like I was just at one of those rock bottoms, like everything just felt bad and wrong and I didn't know what my purpose was and all of these things and my mom had bought me these motivational speaker discs for me to listen to as kind of a last ditch effort to kind of get my stuff together to get my mind right and stop being so defiant against authority stop getting myself into trouble Um, and so you know I'm just I'm laying there on their couch and I'm feeling sorry for myself I'm feeling really pitiful and pathetic and apathetic and you know, but I'm also feeling like open and vulnerable, you know, so it was actually a really good moment for me to be able to listen to other people's ideas. And something about this speaker in these CDs just really clicked. It really clicked with me. You know, sometimes you hear things over and over again, a million different ways, but then you hear it from one person at the right time. And it just clicks. It just makes sense. So she was talking about authority of all things. She was talking about authority. And you would think that I would have just shut the discs off. It was a CD back in the CD time period um, that I would just shut the CD off and gone about my business because I was so defiant at that time. But something about the way she was explaining authority made sense to me. And it made me see how I could potentially benefit from changing my approach to things. It made me see how changing my behavior could actually benefit me more than the way that I had been living up until that point. I had a new why. I had a why that made sense to me. You see what I'm saying? You have to have a personal why before you're able to change your behavior and your mindsets and to make changes in any area of your life. And that's true of your home spaces, too. That's true of your home environment. It's a change just like any other change, and it is going to require certain types of behavioral adjustments as well if you're making some great big changes to your home. So you have to have that why. And your why for, you know, for more tactical, relatable reasons directly related to your home, it could be it could be anything. So let's take, for example, a dining room and you have a dining table that's right next to the entry door. And every time people walk in the door, they dump all of their stuff on this dining table. It's kind of like the catch all. You know, a lot of people have this one spot that just is the catch all. It's like the clutter collector area. Well, let's say that that's your dining table. So if you're developing a why, as to why you would want to actually follow through with changing the behavior of yourself and your family members to keep these things from being dumped on this dining table, you might have a why that looks like you want to have your family able to come together for dinner 
at dinner time. You want to see your kids more. You want to spend more time with your family. And so in doing that, now you have a purpose for keeping the things off the table, whereas before it didn't feel like it really mattered. You know, it was bothersome, sure, but it didn't really feel like there was a reason to go through the painful behavioral changes of now having to carry your stuff up to your closet instead of putting them in the convenient location. You have to have a why. You know, maybe your why is that you wanted to get up in the morning and sip your coffee and read a book at that table while the sun rises, while everybody else is asleep and you have these moments of peace and you really want to be able to capitalize on that. That's something that could be you know, important for your self-care and restful for your soul, all of that good stuff, that could be a good why for you to keep the things from being toppled onto that dining table. Whether it's something that you're wanting to create or a new routine or habit that you're wanting to start implementing, or, you know, it's that you want to have more space just to be able to, to breathe and relax and have less chaos kind of going in and out. Whatever your reason is, you need to stop and take the time to think about exactly what it is that you want, the specifics, what is it that you're really wanting, and also why you want it. What's the purpose? What is this going to feel like in the end after you've accomplished it? What's it going to look like? What's it going to smell like? What textures are you going to use? And then also, what purpose is it going to have solved? What are you going to be benefiting out of it in the long run. And that could be your why. So take these things. This is this first step in getting any kind of result out of your home space. So whether you're wanting to get the clutter out or streamline or, you know, just start fresh and get rid of an old relationship and the mementos that go along with that. Or, you know, you're just you need to change things up because you feel like you're stagnant and things aren't moving forward or you feel like things are moving forward too much and everything's too chaotic and it's up in the air and you've got all of these obstacles and all of these balls going at the same time and you need to simplify whatever your reason, whatever changes you're wanting to make. You need to know specifically what they are, what that looks like, and why. Thanks for joining me today. I look forward to seeing you back for the next episode, which is going to go into step two of curating your perfect home environment. Hey, if you haven't already, be sure to go leave a review on iTunes. That helps to keep the podcast running and supports me in getting you these messages. Catch you next time.